Alright, ready? We are the one, two, three, Sore Losers! Hello everyone, we are the Sore Losers. Welcome back. I am Lunchbox. I'm gonna run the show. I know the most about sports and I try to lead the discussion and keep these idiots on track and you are i'm eddie i probably know the least about sports um although i am passionate about it i usually watch games on mute so i don't really even know who's playing but i love watching it and ray our betting aficionado is out today he uh is under the weather and so we are bringing in a guest co-host today and we'd like to call her the blonde beauty from wichita morgan number two what up we like to call her that (laughs) I just came up with that name right now because I didn't know how to describe her. But, yeah, uh, she works with us on the Buy a Bone show. She does our web. And I just said blonde beauty because she has blonde hair. And... That was maybe the nicest thing you've ever said to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> blonde beauty. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it is kind of cool to have a girl on the show and kind of well, just get her. Uh... I, I want to get her perspective with s- football season starting because she is in a serious, committed relationship. She has a boyfriend of one year. And so I want to get how she handles a guy watching sports and things like that. We'll get to that in a little bit. But we usually start the uh, show off with a little game. So today we're just going to start it off with what do you eat that is weird called weird food combos? Because there was a girl at the U.S. Open. She had chicken tenders, and she was dipping them in her Coke. Like, what kind of weird person does that? Absolutely disgusting. And the announcers were just ripping her and making fun of her, and she defends herself. You want to hear what she said? That's why I said she defends herself, <laughs> okay. and I My pointed to you. like, it'll cool it off if it was too hot. I guess that's where it started. But I really like the taste, I swear. I've considered, like, trying to make a sauce or a dip or some type of condiment, like Coca-Cola flavored. It's really actually good. Okay, I got to hand it to this girl. Like, first off, she's sitting there minding her own business, and somebody videos her doing what she does, dipping her chicken, her chicken finger in a Coke, and she doesn't care. I would be so pissed if somebody took a video of me doing something that I normally do. No, no, no. There was no video. They were, she was on live TV. Like, the announcers were commentating. Oh, is that what it was? I believe that's what it was. And they were like, oh, my gosh, look at this girl. And I love, like, uh, if you watch sporting events and someone's falling asleep or yeah. they got cheese on their face. And they keep showing them over and over and over. I laugh so hard. And I understand those people are not there to get ridiculed. They're there just to right. watch a game. Exactly. But the fact that you fall asleep or you're reading a book or you got cheese on your face, you're dipping your chicken tenders in your Coke, I find that hilarious when announcers do it. How about the ones where they're making out in the very very top yes. or in the back and like <laughs> they think good. no one's watching because it's dark up there but it, it's it's an illusion it's not really dark up there you can see everyone on that top row but you think you're in the dark so you're like make out with your chick yeah. ah. I'm all by myself ah, la, 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 la. <laughs> so it just makes me think is there anything weird that you eat that you combine the two and people are like oh that's disgusting oh yeah I totally do all right Go. Morgan number two hit us with it Nutella and Cheez-Its that's disgusting. Yeah, that's gross because that's <laughs> cheese and chocolate, nutmeg chocolate, yes, right? But you know how people do like sweet and salty? That's exactly what it is. So it's so good and it's cheesy. Oh, it's great. I'm going to go with that's pretty gross, Morgan number two. Yeah, that <laughs> is really gross. Uh, I guess what I do is not too crazy, but people think it's gross is I do ranch and pizza. That's disgusting. Like, no, that's good. Like, that's good. I, I just don't like ranch. I can't, like, the smell of ranch makes me want to vomit. When I used to work what? at Jason's Deli, I would have to refill the ranch on the salad bar, and every time I would almost puke into the salad bar, I'd have to turn my head 
and dump the dressing in and not look. And I was a delivery driver, so you'd have to get big containers of it when you had a big order, like a catering order. And I would make a different delivery driver fill the ranch orders. What's wrong with you? I, it is so disgusting. What is it? What does it smell like to you? I don't know. Vomit. <laughs> I get ranch like with everything. I dip everything yeah. in ranch. Oh, Me too. So gross. Like I've never, I don't even think I've ever tasted it. It's just the smell. Ugh. And I, I'm weird because I don't like white. Like I don't eat ranch, sour cream. You don't like yourself? Um, no. It's a texture thing. <laughs> Do you like, do you like Oreos? No, mayo, disgusting. Oreos. What no, about I, the white in the middle? Oreos. Then you do like no. white. No, it's, it's a it's a white like condiment condiments. texture. Yes, I can't do it. And there's I won't only do it. one white condiment. No. Ranch, Sour cream, that's ranch, a, ranch, that's, mayo. A whip. that's a salad dressing, not a condiment. Same difference. You use it as a condiment by dipping your pizza in it. That's a condiment. Fair enough. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, what's the, what's the weird thing you do? Lunchbox? I don't. Nothing? I don't eat anything weird. I, I really don't like people dip their Wendy's fries in their frosty. Disgusting. Don't understand oh, why you good. do that. The that's only thing I do, I, I I use barbecue sauce for my fries instead of ketchup or mustard. It's not I, weird. That's not weird at no, all. Though. You do eat your toenails though. That's kind of weird. Yeah, but that's not a food. That's a protein. I'm sorry. You eat them though. Hold so on. I guess you it's eat a food. your toenails. Yeah, you don't ever. Eat, it's good protein. How do you even get your foot up to your mouth? Or do you like pull it off and then you put it in your mouth? Uh, yeah, you clip it and then you eat it. Oh, you don't. Holy, you, holy. Hold on. Can you bite your your toenails with your without clipping it? Like no, off your foot? I can't. Really, I can. You I can for sure do it. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, it, it, uh, I just demonstrated. Uh, if, if I needed to, I don't do it. But if I needed to, I can't. Yeah, I can't do that. So you just kind of pile them together and you eat them? No, no. See what I do is I'll be watching TV. I'll be watching a baseball game. You know, Major League Baseball Network, and I'll put my toes up there on the ottoman. And I'll clip them, collect them in my hand, and then I'll line them up on my thigh of my leg and just slowly throughout the night just kind of munch on them. You have a ritual oh, for this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and, and it's disgusting. It's kind I of have a, chills. That's how gross out I so am right now. Another thing he does is he likes to smell his dirty socks. Every time I take my socks off, I smell them. The, okay, that's like just a weird smell that you like. Do you eat your boogers? Yeah. I did too. Yeah. Morgan too, do you? <laughs> Morgan too, do you? What's I think what? I'm gonna vomit. No, 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 no. it's normal. It's life. I, I haven't even finished my story about my toenails, <laughs> okay, guys. Go ahead. Sorry. And what I do with them? I don't think I, anyone cares. Okay. Go. As I eat them, I kind of play with them in between my teeth. Oh, oh I've used my. my my nail as floss <laughs> before. That's a great. These toothpick. are the things that women never learn about men. Until they're married to you and they're stuck it's with too you. Late. So, <laughs> that's exactly what this is right now. So Eddie just admits, admitted that he puts his nails in his mouth. Yeah. And he eats his boogers. So uh, Morgan number two, we're just an open book here. Just let's no talk one, about it. Actually, no one listens to the po- this podcast. So just yeah, say this whatever. This is Sore Losers podcast. And if this is gross, and if you do something gross, hit us up on our Twitter, Sore Losers Show on Twitter, and tell us your gross food combo. You know, chicken tenders and Coke, Eddie's mayonnaise and whatever. And the pizza, ranch and pizza. And Cheez-Its and Nutella. And <laughs> I'm just not listening. gross at all. I, I mean, something gross. My boyfriend would probably beg to differ. I'm sure I do gross things. But honestly, the only thing that's kind of weird about me is that I'm just open about going to the bathroom. Like, I have no shame. Oh, you do it with the door open? Door open, or I just gross. tell him, like, I let him know what's, what's happening. What's wrong with that? I don't go I to got the, no shame. I don't, I'm married and I don't do it with the door open, and she doesn't either. Okay, is, but you take 30 minute dumps. Yeah, I read. Is I, that minimum 30 minutes? Yeah, usually I read a magazine or a book in the bathroom. Do you ever get a hemorrhoid or anything? Like, no, no, Okay, no. another thing. Do, do your knees ever, your legs ever get numb? Sometimes, but I'm on the squatty potty. I use the squatty potty. It's, I, I will <laughs> Explain rec- what that is. A no. squatty potty is a little like footstool that goes underneath your feet, and it puts you in the prime position uh, for when you're going to the bathroom. It's scientifically proven to help you, and it's the way you're supposed to sit, and your body's supposed to be angled, and helps it flow right out. 
that's the way God meant for yeah. your body to be. Like doctors and everybody, they did research, and it was on Shark Tank, and I bought it off Shark Tank, and it's, I mean. That's the only way you poop. Well, I mean, I can without it, mm-hmm. but at my house, yes. If I'm on the road, but they do. If you're on the road. He brings it with him. Yeah. Squatty potty. Yeah, but they do have a travel version if you want to get the travel version. Do you have the travel version? No. They hit me up on Twitter and said they would hook me up, but I never We should have got, got that for him for his birthday. I'm going to write that out for next year. No. I, Christmas. I appreciate you guys. No, you guys got me baby stuff for the uh, birthday, and so, yeah. So that's our weird lunchbox. That's going to be a thing now. You have a baby, so a lot of your gifts to your family or for you, it's going to be for your baby i don't know i understand i'm You're, just saying you, you gotta didn't be ha- cool you, with you, that I, i'm cool with it yeah okay. sure i am <laughs> uh moving along nfl starts back tomorrow night yeah yes and so i want to talk about we we eddie and myself are in this thing called the eliminator our yes. suicide challenge suicide pool survivor pool, pool whatever you want to call it eliminator challenge and that's where you have every week you just have to pick one winner in the nfl just one winner just pick one team to win and you move on and you can only use that team one time throughout the season. Morgan number two, do you understand? Yeah, I get it. Okay. I get it. And so it's a really weird thing because a lot of people have different strategies on how they you, do. You use the good teams first. Do you use them last? Mm-hmm. Do you save teams. How do you go about picking your teams? Because it's just win. It's not against the spread. It's just win the game. And you think it is so easy, <laughs> and it is absolutely the hardest thing in the world. So it Eddie, is. I want to know yeah. your strategy. With the Eliminator Challenge, because we're in one. It's $100 a person, winner take all, and there's like 50 people in it. It's a lot of money That's a if lot you of win. moolah. Yes. So what is your strategy with you not really, I would say, not knowing sports, you've made it to the top five. No. I've never made it close. I am the same as anyone else that knows a lot of sports, don't know anything about sports. Week one is the hardest. You don't know how any team is going to play. Like, they could be good, they could be great. So you base it on, like, oh, uh, they have the the most uh, amount of, of really good players. They have great weapons, so they're going to be better. I don't do anything like that. I look at the schedule, and I look. I have these gut feelings of teams that are going to lose. I start with a loser, okay, not the winner. Right. I look at like who are the worst teams that I think in the NFL and who's playing them. That's step one. Okay. Do you have your pick already for this week? Mm, I want you to look at the schedule. I'm juggling between two. Okay, I want to hear them. I just want to hear. No, them. I can't, I'm not telling you my pick because then you can you can base your pick off of that. No, no, I already got my pick because in. I already I already submitted my pick. Oh, you did? Yeah. Well, well, when you play, Morgan number two, when you play this eliminator, eliminator you also, you kind of wanna you want to think ev- of what everyone else is going to pick, too, because if one, if everyone goes for the Patriots and they lose week one, guess who's left? The one that didn't pick the Patriots. All right. I, I mean, This it, sounds really complicated, but really play? exciting. I mean, yeah, I don't want to put my money on the line, but okay. I kind of just want to play to see how I do. So it's tricky. So I, I don't want to go with one that I feel like is the safest. I, I know, like you want to, you want to make it to the next round, but you kind of want to risk a little bit so you can be that one that didn't pick okay. the team that so everyone else is picking. Y- you have your gut feeling. My who gut are feeling. Your, who are your gut, who are your two that you're debating between? I just want to hear what your gut tells you and why. Looking at it right now, my gut is going with the Jaguars against the Giants. I don't think the Giants are going to be a good team. You differ with me on this. Right. The Giants are going to win the NFC East. That's what you keep saying. I don't think they have it. I don't. I think Eli Manning is on his way out. I just don't think they're going to be a good team. The Jags were great last year. They have the same players. They're dealing with some wide receiver problems right now. But I think they can win this game. Okay. That's one. Two is I have Packers over the Bears. 
I mean, the Packers are just unstoppable. The Bears suck. They're terrible. I don't think they have a good team. So those are the two that I'm going with. And then after I do that lunch, I look at Vegas odds. Okay, you look at the line. Yes. And okay. I, don't, I don't know what the line are. Uh, I, I'll tell you this right now. The Giants are three-point underdogs. Yep. And the Packers, I believe, seven? are... They were seven and a half. It may have gone down to six and a half. I don't know. It may have gone down to seven and a half or seven with the Khalil Mack trade to the Bears. So that the Packers are definitely the bigger favorite. Okay. All right, lunch. How do you do it? Uh, I, I I'm terrible at it. I overthink <laughs> everything. Like a couple years ago, uh, the Bears are my favorite team, and they were playing at home. They were seven point favorites against the Bills. The Bills were coming to Soldier Field, and I was like, oh, that's easy. Mark it down. Bears, boom, locked. Bears lost week one. I have been out before week three every single time because I think, oh, I'm going to save the good teams for later in the season. The Patriots, the Packers, the Steelers, things like, oh, Steelers. Let's talk about the Steelers. Two years ago, I think it was two years ago, they were eight-point favorites on the road at Miami. Guess what happened? They lost. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Last you year. Out. Last year at home, eight and a half point favorites against the Jaguars. They got beat by 25 points. I'm out again. So I used to just go with the biggest spread, but that's not that's no longer. Now I'm just picking good teams every week. And then if I get down to the crappy teams, so be it. Yeah. So you kind of just have to watch I, the game and look at who you think is a better team. And here it that's is. It. I, I sent my my pick in two and a half weeks ago when I Signed up for this. And what is it? The New Orleans Saints at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh. Jameis Winston is suspended, is not playing. So they got Ryan Fitzpatrick, their backup. Sorry, Mr. Harvard. I know you're a smart dude, but you're not smart enough to go into New Orleans and win against Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara. It's over. Mark it down. The Saints are moving on. That was my lock for week one. That's the eliminator. It's pretty there solid. I feel like a lot of people are going to go with that. No, a lot of people will. That's yeah. fine. But when I looked at the schedule two and a half weeks ago, that's who I picked. Look at Patriots. A lot of uh, a lot of people that play this go with Patriots week one because they are a great team. Yes, last year the they time. did, and they lost to the Chiefs. They lost week one to the Chiefs. They're playing the Texans. They're at home, but they're playing the Texans. Is that even a game worth looking no. at if you're doing no. this? Not even close. Not even close because the Texans are good. Deshaun Watson's back. That's, that's too much uncertainty for me. Julian Edelman being suspended for the Patriots. No, not even messing with it. All right, Morgan, too. Here is the schedule. All right, all right. Take a look at it. Okay. I have no idea if this Eliminator talk is even... I think I think people do the Eliminator. I mean, I it's, think it's so it's If you don't, call, just, just put it together. Call your friends and put it together. It is so much fun. And when you have 50 people in it with 100 bucks a pop, that's a lot of money. And it's so stressful. And Morgan, too, do you have your pick? If you, if you don't, I can kill some time. Well, I have a question first. Yeah. Okay. I feel like a good strategy is you choose the bad teams first because if, if a lot of these teams have good momentum and they continue to have good momentum, they at least have a more likely chance of continuing on being good instead of getting better. So, like, I would save if Packers are doing really good right now, I'd save Packers for later on because they're probably going to keep that good momentum. Correct. Right. Right? You think that. Yes. That's how I think. I I try to save the good teams. The only problem is you have to get there to be able to use them. So why Why risk it so early in the season? Why lose and still have the Packers, the Patriots, the Steelers, whoever you think is good, the Rams, and be like, man, I should have used them. I'm so stupid. Instead, I picked the Jets, and I'm sitting at home watching everybody celebrate. Yeah, because uh, when you lose a pick, you're out. You're out. It's Your over. money's gone. And you want to cry. Yes. And you want to break a, That was $100 that you just th- flushed down the toilet. 
Yeah, that's awful. I don't know how you guys deal with this kind of pressure. It's I'm a like, lot of pressure. It's, it's a lot so of pressure. Fun. Oh man. So what do you okay, think? Okay, can you can you give me like the top three teams right now and the top no, worst? Teams? All, no, you I can't. Got nothing. Look, look at that thing. schedule, Morgan. Too. All, that's all you get. They're, they're all they're all zero and zero. The season hadn't started. Oh. This weekend is the oh, first okay. games. Oh man. So that's my point. We don't know who's good. You know what? Who's your boyfriend's favorite team? Packers. He's there you a go. diehard okay. Packers fan. There so, you go. There's your pick. All right. That's my pick. Packers. Packers. I'm with you. I might do that, too. There you I go. I haven't decided. I right. like it, Morgan, too. But Eddie, what will happen, well, Eddie will end up copying my pick after he said he wasn't going to tell me his picks, even though I already submitted and he went with those two. He'll go with the Saints. Because... I just told you that I don't want to do that because everyone's going to probably will go you with do the Saints. It? No, I won't do it. You won't do it? No, I won't do it. All right, Morgan. I'm skeptical of the Saints, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just Drew Brees. Like oh, because he's older and yeah. he's from Westlake. You no, know? no, I, mean, I like that he's from Austin. I love that. But you know, my my fun fact: my father-in-law, and it's. I hope he's not listening. I don't know if he listens. Your father-in-law doesn't listen. To this? I don't know if he Come listens. Come on, he might, Bill. He might. But but <laughs> but every time we watch the Saints, and he's at my house, or I'm in Dallas with him. He always brings up that he used to play racquetball with Drew Brees' mom, <laughs> like all the time. Oh. I'm like, dude, I got it. Like, I got it. Yeah, rest yeah. in peace. Yeah, yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, she did pass. Yeah, but um, he brings it up all the time. He's like, yeah, yeah, well, she was oh, quite the athlete, man. She was a great athlete. Well, Drew I would Brees imagine mom. so that if he is athletic, I figure his parents are athletic. Yeah, I mean, it's just, and that, that's what I look at. I'm like, how come my kids aren't going to be super athletic? And but then you look athletes. Look at you. Well, I understand that, but yeah. athletes marry athletes. Like Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP, he married a volleyball player from Arizona. You know what I mean? I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, like they're gonna it's have they're gonna have amazing athletic children. Like, how cool is that? Like, that's just great. And then I was watching the game the other day. I don't even know who it was. Dang, I forgot. Now this is gonna be a terrible story. It's like <laughs> uh, a soccer player with a football player, and it's like, okay, like they're gonna have great athletic children. That's so wonderful. Well, what about uh, Posh Spice and uh, Beckham? She's not an athlete. Right. She's an entertainer. She's but a David singer. Beckham is yeah, he's super, a super athlete. athlete. Right. Like it'll uh, probably pass down in one of them at least. Right. Yeah. One of them will get Tony Romo and his supermodel wife. Supermodel, though okay. She's not an athlete. Right. Uh so that would either suck. they're becoming famous or they're becoming ba- yeah, Baker Mayfield. They're be great looking. I think yeah. Baker Mayfield was a soccer player. So I that I think maybe I saw it on hard knocks, something like that. And it's just like, man, I wonder why I can't have a first round draft pick. Like JJ Watt. No, that's it. JJ Watt is dating a professional soccer player. I'm like, dang, man. Like, that's how you do it. Like, that's how you get a first round draft but pick. There isn't there always like the few one offs that come from right. of course out of nowhere. A two yeah. two uh, bookworms that like never played a sport in their life, and they have this super athlete kid. Yep. So maybe that's Baby Box. He just comes out hey, of nowhere. Hey, lunch. So do, do you do you kind of regret not marrying an athlete? Well. My here's the thing. My wife's father played baseball at the University of Florida. Yeah, is that kind of why you started dating her? Because you knew that. I didn't know that at the time. And her brother played basketball at SMU, so they have athletics in their genes. Okay, they they have some athletics in their genes, and she played softball growing up. Oh, and so I, I hope that I can get some of her father's athleticism into because I don't think her mom or her mom was a cheerleader. So oh, I guess that's an that's well no that's a sport no it's not a sport yes it is it, it it's is. not it's not it's an activity no it's a sport it's not they compete so it's a sport it's an it's a competition it's not a sport Morgan number it's a two sport. it's not I cheer- a sport I did it I did I did cheerleading and I did sports and all of them were sports nope. no no, no you just said what? I did cheerleading oh and goodness. I did sports what is the definition of sports 
You did. You you just said. You're right. I did. Say, okay. <laughs> so I did that, say that differently, but I will say that I conditioned my body so much more when I did cheerleading than I did softball. The definition. The definition of sports: an activity involving physical ex- exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against one another. Stop, guys. That's cheerleading. Then yeah. walking around the block is a sport. Well, you compete walking around the block. Yeah, they're speed Who are you walking. competing they're with? They're speed walking. Around the block, no. And the, and you the know, speedwalkers, they go like in the Olympics. They're thirty miles. It's a competition. It's not a sport. It's a sport. It's I, I what what defines a sport to you? Um, okay, I'll read it again. An activity no, no, involving no, that, fi- that, that's the definition you read off a of whatever Marion Webster. What was your question again? What to you? What is a sport? Don't look at that. Look at me. <laughs> What is a sport to you? An activity involving Stop, you're trying to you're... I, No, I would I would say that a sport is something that you're using a different set of skills than you would normally use. In so, real life. So, like so is band guy. a sport? What? Is no. band a sport? No. Why? It's the same thing. No. The exact it's no a... they're conditioning what their physi- body. They are marching, they are blowing an instrument. Oh, you ta- Oh, you're talking about marching band. No, no, I'm just yes, talking that's a sport. Ba- oh, see, now you are saying you are using a different set of skills than you normally would use. So, I mean, yeah, under that classification. So is I choir would, yeah. a sport? No. What? They're using a different skill. Okay, a different skill exerting physical. Uh, yes, on physical your... exertion uh, is the think, actual you don't, definition. That's what I was you don't for. think singing is physically exerting? No. No, I think it is, but really? it's You're internally. not tired of you sing a, a whole concert? Shh, I can sing for five hours, man. I'll never get tired. Stop. But See? as a singer, isn't that more internal? You're using your lungs. You're not lungs, using your physical body, your cords. arms, your legs, your muscles on your outsides of your body. See, you guys tried to say that it's physical as, you know, exertion or whatever. Yeah. And then I bring in choir and it's like, oh, wait, you got to use muscles. Those are muscles. You're using yeah. muscles and is standing on your. So now choir's a sport. Okay. Well, then choir's a sport, yeah. marching band, and cheerleading is a sport. Stop. You guys and are we've, so we figured ridic- it all out today. So everything under, is a sport. Under the official definition, yeah, like all of those would be a sport. But I do believe cheerleading is in that gray area where it could it's an be activity. a sport and it could be an activity. Yeah. I think it depends on if it's a competitive team or if it's just a team that's kind of hanging out on the sidelines doing some cheers. Ah. I think you have different sets of cheerleading for sure. And I respect your wrong opinion, but I am just telling you. You agree to disagree? Yeah, I agree to disagree because we're going to go round and round. And I just, I just. Oh, no, that's the thing with you. I mean, you're never going to back up from your opinion. Like, you go round and round until nothing's said. You're strong always about your opinion. Yeah. Even though you could be wrong, I, I, the I, definition I, of a sport, you're wrong. Right. So, choir is a sport because, uh, according to that, choir is <laughs> then a sport. Then it is. Band is a sport. And that's what, and you're going to get, we're going to get people hating on, uh, on Twitter, sore loser show on Twitter. <laughs> you're asking and, them. No, no, no. And people are going to say, oh, you know what I mean? I was in band and I would get there before the football team and we'd work more hours. They did. Okay, they work hard. Great. Yeah, I'm not saying you're not working hard, but it's not a sport. Maybe they're all under the umbrella of sport, no, but there's different activities. classifications. Sport has a ball. But why or doesn't the official definition a have ball? Sport doesn't always have ball. It doesn't say anything about a ball in there. Here's my problem. With, you want me or to Or a puck? That was your that was your example? Yeah. Either a ball or a puck or it's not a sport. Yep. So gymnastics, not, not a sport. Not a sport. Really? I'd love to see you it's do a some competition. gymnastics. Though. He can't he can't even touch his shoulder. It's a competition. It's not a sport. Okay, yeah, but great. then you're, you're then you're classifying like gymnastics and cheerleading as competitions like the Miss USA pageant. No, that's those a competition. Are... Okay. So if you're 
Those are different. But, but they use physical, they use their muscles to walk down the runway and stay in shape. So you would say that's a sport. What about UFC? Is that a sport? It's a competition. Where's their puck? No, it's a competition. What it's did not, I just say? So it's not a sport. No. Wrestling, not a sport. Not a sport. Hmm. It's competition. Guys, sore losers show. <laughs> Tweet us, please. Difficult. Like track I'm like and going field. back and track. forth. Track no, is done. a competition. I don't. I ran track. I don't know if I would consider it a sport. Or oh okay, maybe, I, maybe I'll say it's you know valid. What? I mean, his he, point is valid. No, I no, just don't. don't know how to classify all of okay. them differently. Here's here's another way I like to define it. Maybe a sport is you can you can tell the winner by watching. Gymnastics, the judges have to tell you who won. No, if one falls, she didn't. That's win. the only way. If if two. Well, that's people, how I judge it at least. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If, if you can't tell hard. who won yeah. without, but like UFC, they have judges. Boxing, they have judges. So I really think that a sport is you have to be able to determine the winner. The other ones are competitions. They're not. They're athletic competitions, but they're competitions. I do think it's an interesting point. I never really thought of them differently that way. I just kind of considered all of them as a activity, so they're sports to me. All right, let us but know yeah, on Twitter. Let us know it. on Twitter. What's a sport? And is cheerleading, gymnastics, anything without a ball or a puck, <laughs> is that a sport or not? Do you agree with Lunchbox or not? Can we talk about fantasy? Wait, we, we, we will, but we're talking about sports. We're talking about, I, I just want to just, just, I know we're kind of, you want to go fantasy, but just yeah. one one little story I want to talk about the Lakers real quick. They bought out Luel Deng this week. Luel Deng. Dang. Okay, no, no. <laughs> no, I just do that every time they talk about oh, Deng. So he got Dang. money. Tell me more. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, I got it. He did what? <laughs> Dang. That's, That's funny. Yeah, cool. my mom, really my mom and I do that That's all the time. Really funny. That should yeah. be his like catchphrase of life. Yeah. And, and, and no one's really talking about it. But that getting rid of his salary, that means next summer they have room for a max contract. Who are they going after next summer? Mm. Kevin Durant, mm. Clay Thompson, mm. Jimmy Butler, mm. Kawhi Leonard, all guys that will be free agents next summer, ready for a max contract. Someone's going to L.A. with LeBron Bron. That's huge. I would guess Kawhi. That's what I. That's think. the easy one. I and I don't. I don't even really care who. I'm just saying it's a. It's football season, and we're talking about football. No one's really talking about this. They kind of did it under the radar. Mm-hmm. But it's a huge move that's going to make a huge difference in the NBA. Maybe not this season, but next off season, a big dog is going to team up with LeBron, and the Lakers are going to be dirty. Yeah, dirty, gonna, dirty. They're going to be good. Or, or they could be like the last time they had all those power players. Like yeah, Kobe except for they won't because LeBron is still amazing. And you want to talk fantasy, so I let's do. talk fantasy. I do. What do you want to talk about fantasy? I want to talk about, you know, how our drafts went. Um, you know, we did our draft a while, a couple, oh, was it last week? Yeah, early last week we did our draft, and then we had one earlier this week. Um, and I'm pretty happy with the draft. I think it's always so interesting with, like, how you feel after you draft because it's a stressful it's a stressful situation does your, to does draft. your boyfriend play fantasy football yeah he does okay. so you you just never know again it's first of the season so you never know if who you got is going to be great or not But there's more stats in that than your eliminator thing you guys were doing. yes oh yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. and every player is available yeah <laughs> not just you're not different. talking about these <laughs> these teams you're talking about all the players in the nfl yes so um coach how did your draft go how do you feel about your draft? Well, I, I, I feel great about my draft. I feel like I drafted who I wanted to draft. Um, and everybody, I think, I did the draft. Oh, man, my draft didn't go so well. Oh, my team sucks. You have no idea how your team is until three, four weeks into the season. 
then that's when it's time to start panicking. First couple weeks, it shakes out. And also, I am going to be on board and say, for me, fantasy is a lot of luck. A lot of people are like, oh, no, fantasy is all skill. No, it's not. Because you can put Todd Gurley in your lineup. Todd Gurley gets tackled at the one-yard line, and then they run it in with Marlon Brown. Is that because you're stupid or because you're unlucky? It's because you're unlucky. So there is a lot of luck involved in fantasy football. Okay, week week by week, yes, a lot of luck involved in every single game, every every week that you play. However, something that I've never been able to really get good at or figure out is the trading game. I've never traded in my fantasy career. And so, Morgan, too, this is when you have your roster, you have your players, and you go to another player, another team, and you say, hey, I want – your player for two of my players or whatever. And it's just a trade. Sometimes it's a even one one-on-one trade or it's two players for one or whatever. But I never know how to look at trades. I never know how to – I always think like, well, I got to get rid of two of my really good players for him to even think about giving me a really good player. Does that make sense? Yeah. But, but Lunchbox, you trade a lot. I mean – I mean, that's part of your – that, tra- that's part I of trade, your strategy. But – each person is different. I, I trade when I, th- I mean, everybody thinks, Oh, I'm not going to trade unless I get a good deal. And if I get a, if I think it's a good deal, yeah, I'll trade because no, but you, you, you've, you've instigated the trade though. You right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I've gone and I've tried to lowball people. And if they fall for it, they fall for it, but it, it makes it kind of fun. Cause you feel like you're a GM, but then you feel stupid if like you trade for someone and they get hurt or, and it's just like, Oh man, that was so dumb of me. Oh, and it, and it makes you feel like you're really running a team, which I know sounds really dumb. No, to no, no. Some That's people. why it's called fantasy. That because you a lot of us have dreams of owning a professional sports team. No, we At least don't. I do. I would love to own a professional sports team. I think it'd be so awesome. So it, it, you get to feel like you're moving the chess pieces, and you don't have to worry about a salary cap. But man, and it's just for like twenty five bucks. But you're still like, oh my gosh, I can't believe these guys have hundreds of millions of dollars on the line and revenue and all this and Super Bowl championships and all this. And I'm trading these dumb fake players that I don't <laughs> even own, and I stress out about it. Yeah, but it's so much fun. It's so much fun. It's so much fun, and I think it's so genius of whoever created it when they created it. Wasn't they created this was back in the sixties or something when they did fantasy on paper and they had to write down every player? Um, I think it was some. It was a long time ago when they created it, but. Whoever did this saved the sport. I mean, now there's fantasy for every sport, but like I know so many people in Lunchbox, a lot of girls, they watch football on Sunday because they have a fantasy team now where they normally wouldn't even be watching. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah, and a lot of people do watch more because of the fantasy They're watching more teams besides their favorite. Yes, exactly. And, there you go. And because of gambling. Now that gambling is more widely accepted and more accessible to people, not just fantasy, the DraftKings, the FanDuel, things like that, and just online betting, and now that all these states are allowing gambling, that really enhances the watching experience and live betting. People are watching these blowouts because they got the over-under or they got the you know Patriots minus 14 against the Jets, and you don't want to give up that garbage touchdown at the end. It helps ratings tremendously. Big time. So, as a female, you don't play fantasy sports. When you're around your boyfriend, how much football can you put up with on an average weekend? Like, are you okay watching it with them, or do you get annoyed like, okay, we've watched five hours in a row, let's go do something? Well, we're still kind of at that fun age where we're going out to the bars to watch the games. 
So it's more fun for me. It's more of an activity in an outing instead of just sitting on the couch watching football. If we're just sitting on the couch watching football at some point, at like probably three hours, I'm like, okay, can we but what at is, least go somewhere else? He doesn't like. He takes his laptop to the the bar and like. No, like bars now have them on all the TVs, and you sit there and watch with a group of people. And even in Nashville, what's really cool is like bars are specific to certain NFL teams. So he's a diehard Packers fan. Every Sunday, we'd go to a Packers bar and watch the games. Yeah, that is cool. And that's fun. I think a lot of cities do that, which is really cool. You know, they have uh, – uh, or, or or all the fans – all the Packers fans know each other in that city. That's, that's right. awesome. They have home bars. I think that home is bars. really, really cool if you have a team. and But the direct – the NFL ticket for us older people, I guess, you can pick your team at home and just watch it. Because the problem with going to a bar – is the games are three and a half, four hours long. It's a lot of money you're spending yeah. on beer. It's a lot of money and, and chi- on chicken wings. Golly, pizza. If they don't have the sound, that's the one. If, Nachos. The one thing I hate about going to a bar is if they don't have the sound of the game, you're just watching. Which it. they usually only have one game. Right, and there's a lot of games, and so if you don't get the game you want on with the sound, <laughs> you're just like, well, this sucks. Are you the annoying person that asks them to change the TV? Can you put this game on that TV specifically? Yes, I do it all the time. I don't care. I'm not. It's not annoying. It's I'm. Oh, pay- for sure, they act annoyed. Like all the the wait staff, whoever you act is always like, okay, I'll be back with a remote, and then they have to bring three people out with a remote, and you're like, oh great, like I'm starting. Uh, I don't know how to do. It. I don't know how to do it. I'll have to go get my what my channel? Manager. What like, channel is it on? How do you not know how to change a channel? Because the, the actual systems at these restaurants and bars. Oh, I can uh, I can speak to that. I worked ahead. at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, so I yeah. never ever knew how to change the TVs, but I'd always do it. And Buffalo is like this huge place to B-dubs. watch games. B dubs, yeah. I call it Buffalo B dubs, B dub dub. How much money would you make on an average football day? Like just. Well, well hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, I want I want to know about this video system. <laughs> like oh, it, like. The only person who had access to those remotes was either like the bar, the person behind the bar, or a manager. Because otherwise, you'd have people changing games all the time. And once a TV gets set on one and somebody already asked for it, you can't change it. So it's kind of like you're stuck there if you're near that TV. But where where I worked, there was like 35 TVs in there, so it really didn't matter. But I never, ever touched a remote. I always had to go to a manager and be like, hey, you need to change that TV. Then I get annoyed when, oh, I'll go tell a manager. 20 minutes later, it's still not changed, and i got to ask again. (laughs) I get so annoyed. Like, listen, don't ignore me. And maybe that's right. Maybe they went and told the manager, and the manager just didn't do it, now that I hear it from your angle. But as a customer, I think, okay, this waiter or waitress just did not do it. They just said, oh, yeah, okay. And then they just went to the back and said, these idiots want the TV changed. And then they came back out and acted like they were going to do it never did it. One thing we did do is you can download an app from your phone, I just, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't there for that, but we I hear this story all the time. The, uh, March Madness, we went to a bar here, and my buddy downloaded the app. And when people are certain watching a certain game on a certain TV, and whenever there was a pivotal moment, they would stand up like yeah, and we just hit power and turn it off from our phone, and they'd go, "What happened? What happened?" And the worker would have <laughs> to come so out with their ladder. And make sure everything was okay. Check it. Okay, turn it back on. And then they get back into the game, and we turn it <laughs> off again. You want to talk about hysterics? We were falling out of our chair. If I don't even know the app, I don't know. It was so. Yeah, that's, even oh, if you that's didn't a know brutal it, brutal prank. Let's not tell the name of that app because that's so annoying to people. Oh my gosh, I would die. Oh, it totally would come out in our tips. Like if it, I always try to make sure it happened. Like I kind of had to stay on my manager sometime. And be like, hey, I need you to do this like right now. 
But if it didn't happen, we were super busy, it would totally come out of my tips. Like, people get mad about it. Morgan, too, when you were at working at B-Dubs and you wore, you guys have to wear, like, certain jerseys, right? Yeah. Did you get to pick whatever team jersey you want or what? How did that work? When we used to wear jerseys, like, yeah. for our teams, yeah. And, I, I and then, think, were you annoyed, though, you had to go buy a stupid jersey? Because you're not, like, a crazy football fan, right? Yeah. And honestly, I've kind of shifted on so many teams throughout the time. Like, I was a Patriots fan when I grew up because of one of my friends who's from um, Boston, up, Massachusetts. Yeah, up in yeah. that area. And then... I became like a Saints fan at one point, and then I, I I watched so much football because of that job that I started to think I'd like a team, and then I'd change it again. So yeah, there was that one point where I bought a bunch of jerseys, and then I was like, Ugh. I went and donated them like after I quit that job because I was like, I'm never gonna. Wear these I was again. I was wondering that because you know these these waiters thought, and waitresses. I really thought they just had jerseys in the back, and every week they just gave you a different one, and they washed them there. Oh, that'd be sweet, but no. That's yeah, not I, what I would always find out because I would talk to a server and just be like, "Dude, Cowboys, man, we're gonna this is gonna be our year." And they're gonna be like, "I have no clue what you're talking about. I don't <laughs> care about the Cowboys. I have to wear this stupid jersey." <laughs> but. It does make you like the waiter or waitress better or not like them because they're wearing your uh, team. Uh, absolutely. Oh, it was the best, honestly. So we're from Kansas. Sorry. Here go. Uh, uh, Sorry, my throat. Don't worry. This is just the Sore Losers podcast. It's all you know, good. Sore Losers it's all show good. on Twitter. Lunchbox farts all the time. Very <laughs> professional here. And we got you clearing your throat. So Lunchbox is a pretty diehard KU fan. I went to K-State, which Very are- Very diehard Kansas fan. Rock, chalk, Jayhawk. <laughs> they're okay. kind of rival schools in a way. Just because they're similar and they, they're in the same state, state and all and of that. And they're in the same state, and Kansas State <laughs> wants to be Kansas, but they're not. So yes. That's for another time. But there was a game, a K-State-KU basketball game, yeah, and not I football, was working. Not football, because Kansas doesn't really play football. Yeah, they're terrible. KU's I terrible. Mean, they, they lost, do Nichols, play they lost to Nichols State last week. Yeah, I mean, man. just fold the program. Yeah, terrible. But there was a K-State-KU basketball game. And in Wichita, it's a lot of KU fans. There's a few sprinkled K-State fans in there, but mostly KU. And K-State won that game. I had my K-State stuff on. K-State won that game. And, man, that whole bar shut down afterwards. Like, you just watch an entire place shut down because of a loss. And those diehard KU fans, you can even imagine. Lunchbox, when KU loses, is really sad. Think of a whole bar doing that. And I'm standing there in my purple shirt, like, proud to have just one. And I got crap tips that day because I was the enemy. I had just beaten them. I'm I'm in this band called the Raging Idiots. You guys know that. But one time we had to play uh, a post-game Arkansas game in Little Rock, and they lost. And we're like, oh, great. No one's going to come to our show. And it was right outside the stadium. Brad Paisley was playing. We were opening up for Brad Paisley. But, no, they came out. I think more like they were just pissed that they lost, so they drank a lot more, and they were really, really drunk. But, yeah, man, when your team loses, that really affects moods. I know when the Cowboys lose, I'm pissed. I usually talk to my mom for about 30 minutes on the phone. We talk about what we did wrong and what we need to do better, like like we're actually part of the team. And then I just get – and then I go for a walk. I walk the dog. Yeah. That is so weird to me that you talk about it with your mom. <laughs> my mom and I, we're big Cowboy fans. Is your dad? Mm-mm. My dad didn't watch sports. The only time my dad ever <laughs> watched – so mind-blowing. Okay. You wonder why I don't know anything about sports. My dad – I didn't watch – I, right. I remember watching football by myself until the Cowboys, and I just told my wife this story, until the Cowboys started winning in the 90s, winning Super Bowls, did my dad start inviting his friends over and they would start drinking beers just because it was a party and everyone in South Texas loved the Cowboys because they were the champs. That's it. 
Ten years before that, it was me by myself in the kitchen in this little TV watching the 49ers play the Bengals in the Super Bowl. And, like, no one would watch the Super Bowl with me. No one until the Cowboys won. So then after Montana retired, I became a Cowboys fan, obviously. But then, but the, after that, it was all bandwagon. It's absolutely mind-boggling to me when I meet a guy. And I meet a guy, and he's like, I don't watch sports. Never have. And I just look at him like, you are an alien. Well, it's like you. You don't listen to music. But I don't. Sports it transcends what? music. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. my gosh. It's going to be a thing. You know what? I'm tearing, the next I'm tearing my fantasy sheet down. We're no longer talking about fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, sports is more widely watched by men than music by far. Okay. So what about the women that love music? Let's talk about the population. I, you, what did I just say? I said when I meet a man that does not watch sports, I look at him like he's an alien. Okay. I cannot understand that. I didn't say anything about women. Well, well but you're talking about when both men and women. I said. everyone in oh the gosh. world loves music. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. That's why it exists. That's why when you walk out. That's why everybody in this world loves sports. That's why they exist. When you walk out. Yes. It's the same thing. You're saying your your argument is music is everywhere. So is sports. Someone whistling down the street is music. Someone humming well, a song to, is according music. According to you guys, walking down the street, everybody's sport is everywhere. Go ahead, Morgan. Too. What do you want to say? <laughs> I just think the two of them. I don't even think you compare them. I yeah, don't. I know sports is so much bigger. Well, no, music. I is think the in biggest. their own rights, they're so big. But I do. I am interested. I. I mean, I think I know Lunchbox's answer. He would choose sports over music. Eddie. Oh, for sure. Music over sports. So, I am interested to know if people would choose one or the other. If they had to, what would they choose? Because I do think each of them in their own right are okay. Because if you're driving down the street, you want to listen to music. But if you're hanging out at home, you want to watch sports. I think they're in a different realm, and they're both huge. My question is, what do you think? So you would probably choose music. Well, I don't. Don't answer for her. Honestly, I like I couldn't even decide. I know you guys could, but no, 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 they're... no, no, no. Just you have to make one. Yeah, it... you have to pick one. No, no, play this. I don't know. You yeah. have to pick. You have to one. pick oh one. Gosh. So go ahead. I mean, yeah, I guess if I had to, it would be music. music. But what would your boyfriend I'm so pick? down the middle. Ah, sports probably. Yeah. But well, I just well, think so yeah, many people yeah, would be what? split. Yeah, what lunchbox? What do you mean by that? Is what yeah. I mean by when I meet a guy that doesn't watch sports or pay attention to sports i just i think less of them automatically fair or not fair i automatically think man me and this guy could never be friends why because we i, I would have nothing to talk to him about morgan number two <laughs> I, I wait 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 i do have something that's funny go ahead lunchbox met my dad you yeah. guys had great conversation about just life everything you talked a little bit about sports well but not much I mean, I talked to him just because I knew you. Like, oh, yeah, there's your daughter, blah, 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 because you're going to say he doesn't like sports. He doesn't. That's what I mean. Your dad well, doesn't? Well, he, he likes it, but he just, he didn't like, he grew up hunting and fishing and He's like the- me, where he loves watching sports probably, but he's just not a crazy fan. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm talking people that don't even watch sports. Like my Guys, dad. My dad. Like, I would just be like, <laughs> I, I look at him like, I, like I said, they are aliens. I just do not understand not enjoying sports. We, I, I my dad for a while was gambling on sports. He'd gamble on baseball every night, and he had a bookie. And he he would give the bookie 
the sheet of paper with the teams, and he would misspell every team. He'd call the Mets the Mats, M-A-T-T-S. <laughs> and then the bookie would come to me like, is your dad joking with me? He doesn't know how to spell the Yankees. Who are the Yankees? Who are who who, who are the Mats? <laughs> like, why is he doing it? Like, dude, my dad doesn't know anything about sports. I mean, it's just sorry, he doesn't. So wonderful. And so we're gonna put the poll up. I mean, this is another. We need up on the Twitter page, sore loser show on Twitter. We have a lot what of polls you, today. Do we? I thought we only have one. Another one. We have another. What was the other another one we're one. gonna do? A sports. No, we, no I, cheerleading. Cheer, it's cheerleading yeah, yeah, a sport. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to say, what is your definition of a sport? I'm going to just ask that question. Have you can write it however you want. Okay. Which would you pick? Music or sports? Period. If you had to only have one for the rest okay, of your life. Okay, there we go. There we go. If you can only have you, one, what would you do? Music or music. sports? No one wants to see people try to compete. It's not even like you're competing. You're just watching two people compete. Well, you're I mean, not even singing. Yeah, you are. You can sing that song. You can, sing in the shower, sing as, as, in the car. You can sing along with it. You, what are you going to do? When you, when you watch football, do you get a football and you start running around in the living room and like, ooh, dodge that block. Ooh, block the tackle. Ooh, flip in the end zone, touchdown, lunchbox. I yell. No, but do you reenact the play? When I'm watching. Oh, dribble, 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 block, pick and roll, slam dunk. No. When I'm watching basketball, like uh, when Kansas won the national title, uh, when they were playing Memphis back in 2008. Uh yeah, I was uh Memphis was up by like five with a minute to go. They're on the free throw line. And I stood up and was waving the free throws out. Like, get out. Oh, like out, you were behind out. like you were behind no, no, no. the <laughs> I would no not not waving my hands back and forth, okay, but okay. like I was saying, get left, get and they would miss them. No, that's I, different than playing along that's with That's what the game. I'm saying. I, I can You can get, sing along to I a song. I can get into sports like that. That's how I enjoy watching the game. I stand up and a Spurs game, it's coming down to the wire last minute. I'm up with my hands up playing defense okay. in the living room. Okay, when a song's and my on, go crazy. I can put my hands up in there and be like, this but, is a jam, and I'll jump up and down you to it. You say I can't do that with sports, but I do do that. I, 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 I go said. crazy. It's not what I said. You said, do you reenact the sports? Yeah, like you, like singing along to a song. You can't do it. I, I just told you I play defense on my in my <laughs> living room. I have my hands out like... All right, let's go. Let's go. Keep your arms up. You're Don't so reach. Stupid. Don't reach. You're so stupid. I'm not. I'm just telling you how I, I, I get so into it, and I'm so passionate. I love it. I love it. But to each their own. You like music. I like sports. That's right. And we do a sports different podcast. Different for different folks. Yeah, I'm a music exactly. guy on a sports podcast. Which is so awesome. Sore Loser Show on Twitter. And before we go, I know you want to talk fantasy, but... This has been... No, it's been great. It's been great. So, fantasy, look, we'll, we'll cover some of that tomorrow, but I just want to tell you about a story I wrote in the, read in the Washington Post, and we're going to post it on our Twitter. There's this guy, Brian Mazzoni, right? Minor leaguer for life. Back in 2006, September 5th, 2006, he gets called up to the Philadelphia Phillies. He's going to be the starting pitcher that night. How old is he? At that point, he is... In his 30s? 30 years old. Okay. Okay, goes, drives, gets to the stadium, man, gets the uniform, goes out there, and it rains. <laughs> Sucks. And it rains. See, okay. And it rains. Yeah. The game is rained out. He still goes back in and puts his jersey on and goes and stands in the rain. And comes back. He game is canceled. They send him back down to AAA. That was his shot. Never gets called back mm. to the major leagues. Mm. The story is on the Washington Post. We'll post the link on Twitter. Damn, and it dude. is just like 
And the title of it is A Lifelong Dream Washed Away. The major league shot he chased his entire life finally arrived. Then it drowned. Oh, man. I don't think wow. people realize how much work people put into a dream like oh, that. Oh, this dude traveled all over the world playing winter ball, playing minor leagues here, there, and he gets the shot. The family is flying in, his mom, dad, the moment you've been waiting for. So he has a jersey framed, but on record, mm-hmm. he never appeared in a major league game. And in the article, it's just a great article. You read about Robin Yelp's brother. He gets called. He's in the bullpen. Gets called into the game. So he comes out there and he starts warming up and he feels something in his arm. They take him out before he throws a pitch in the in an inning. And that was his only game in the major leagues. But he gets credit for being in the game yeah. because they announced him as the pitcher. That's cool. That but so the story is great and it's just like man when you are almost at your dream, but then the rain comes and he said to this day. Rain. He hates the rain. Okay. 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 And so, so it's like okay, your missed. Okay, okay. It, it's your missed moment. Yeah. And I feel like I have the same thing. Okay. When I was in college, growing up, I always thought I was going to be on the Real World on MTV. Oh boy. <laughs> that there was my go. absolute dream. I watched all the Real Worlds, Real World, Real the Real World yep. Boston with Elka podcasts. and Cyrus. I loved it. Miley, Miley Cyrus is it? No, no, Cyrus. Hannah Montana. Oh my gosh. And I used to watch that and think, I'm going to be on this real world Hawaii with tech. Oh, San Francisco with Who? Puck. I looked up to these people. You know these people, Morgan, too? I know some of them, not all of them, but you know I know te- some of those You know names. Tech and Puck and Miley and Montana? <laughs> yeah, that reality TV. Tech was on uh, Van Wilder, just okay. so you know. He was in the movie. Okay. Yes. Great. So I thought I was going to be on the real world on MTV and my career was going to take off. I, it looked like so fun. And I thought these guys were super famous. They still are. And so I went to an open casting call in College Station, Texas. I drove from San Antonio, Texas to College Station, Texas, got there, sat around a table. And when I got up to leave, the producer stood up and reached across the table, skipped other three people and shook my hand. I was like, oh, they're calling me back for sure. For sure. And I gave my cell phone number and my house phone number because it's back when I had a house phone at the apartment in San Antonio. I'm in college at the University of Texas at San Antonio. Let's go, Roadrunners. And I get, home, I get home that night, and I have an evening class, economics, Mr. Avandepour. Thank you for the detail. And I was Very like, detailed. oh, I'm going to I'm sure to, this has a lot to do with the story. I'm going to go to Avandepour. class. I'm going to go to class. You know, be a good student. And I go to class. And I come home, and there's a missed call. And I'm like, huh. What are you Googling? You looking for the call? Well, I forget what the area code is, whatever LA's area code is. Oh, yeah, 3199. Uh, and I was like, I asked my roommate, I said, hey, who, 317. Call, who called you from this area code? He goes, I wasn't for me. And I asked my brother who was living with me at the time, hey, who called you from this area code? It wasn't me. And I looked it up Los Angeles, California. Hollywood. Real Damn. world. Wait, so you missed your shot? So I missed my shot. That but was you your call? couldn't call him back. No. But but what if the call was to tell you that hey man we no no they to don't call, they said if we don't hear you don't hear from us you're not moving on if we but you can't call them back that doesn't make any sense yeah like if you if they wanted you they would have found you no. yeah Absol- no, 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 no absolutely what? absolutely I am telling you they called me and I missed my shot because I went to class do you really so, live your life thinking that that was your shot you missed it and that was my you shot. could have been that, on real world that relates me back to Brian Mazzone. That was my one shot, my dream. Like, I got there, 
and it was washed away. Do you believe that you didn't get it for a reason, or you just missed that phone call? I just missed that phone that call. That simple. It's that simple. And I was going to go on the challenges, and I was going to make. I mean, that was that was going to be my life. How I, would your life? How would your life have changed if you had gotten? gotten oh, that? it would have been so much better. You'd be like super famous right now. Would you still have your long hair? No, no, I didn't have long hair then. This was back in the <laughs> day. Would you have just a crap load of money and you'd yes, be famous? Yes, because I would win the challenges and I would be one of the best characters on there. Would you be married? I would be Johnny Bananas. Like, Johnny Bananas and I would be rivals right now. And I'd be on there with CT. I mean, guys, I mean, you do have a reality TV personality. There's no doubt about that. I, I'm telling you, she wanted, I mean, she looked, she shook my hand and I could just tell they wanted me. And I missed it. Would and you I, have married your wife, you think? I probably would have never met her. Right. Would you have had your little baby boy that you have right I now? I understand what you're okay. saying. Yeah, but you're looking in the past. Cry, Eddie. Well, I'm, I'm, no, being, no, I'm being, I'm being serious. I know you probably won't cry, but every time we talk with a little baby boy, sometimes he cries. <laughs> you're but, saying, <laughs> hey, you wouldn't have had your kid. <laughs> no, you. I mean, you wouldn't have. And that's my point in all of this. And the point with the baseball story, like, yes, that was a moment, and you can look at it like, dang, man, like I missed my chance. But you wouldn't have all this great stuff. That you I have today, if that, you would have but, been Johnny Bananas, who knows? Who knows what your life could have been like? You're right. Yeah, I don't. But I had dreams, and that was one of my dreams. And I came that close. And I felt like when I read this story today, that we're posting on our Twitter, sore loser show on Twitter. It made me. It, it, it took me back. I feel like we have these dreams to help us get to where we're trying to get to. But if it doesn't happen the way you wanted it to happen, that's for a reason. I feel that your dream was misled you, Lunchbox. You were supposed to be right here doing this podcast with us. I understand what you're saying. And and I'm so glad you didn't get oh, on the boy. real world and you're here on this podcast today. I'm really emotional. Morgan, number two, <laughs> thank you for sitting in today. Hey, nice work. Yeah. Did, do you want to say anything, too? I know we talk a lot. And... No, I have a question, though. Yeah. yeah. Because one, and it kind of classifies all of them together, but I want to know what your guys' favorite sports movies are because I love sports movies. Easy. Okay. I'll go with Rudy. Rudy is my favorite sports movie. Okay. You ever seen it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Rudy's my favorite. Um, Lunchbox, what's your Sandlot, favorite? Sandlot, Major League, Remember the Titans. Well, well, uh, your favorite. Like, you need one. Your favorite. No, 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 you, said, you said your favorite Hold movie. on, start, start with your favorite. Okay, yeah. Give me like your top one. <sighs> Major League is pretty awesome. <sighs> one, Remember two, the Titans. One, two, three. One. Yeah, of course. Uh, have you ever seen Prefontaine? No, I haven't. Oh, it's great. I've never seen it's great. What is that one about? What sport? Uh, for love of the game. It's about uh, long distance running. Oh, it's about the mile. Okay, okay. Steve Prefontaine. It's it's really good. Maybe I liked it because I was a miler and two miler and cross country runner in high school. You also it, liked that other movie with Kevin Cosner that you, um, the Disney movie, where he gets all these like Mexican kids from L.A. or something. That's oh, a good coaches. movie. My God, is that one called? Oh my God, I know what it is. I've seen it. It's really uh, good. McFarland, McFarland. USA. Yeah. That's it. Listen, guys. That's really good. I'm gonna tell you something. McFarland, USA. You're going to say, oh, that's the dumbest movie. It's about cross country. I rented it with my wife and my mother-in-law over the Christmas holiday. And they were like, this is so dumb. We are going to watch a movie about cross country. And by the end of the movie, they were screaming at the TV. Just rent it, find it, and give me your review. Just go with an open mind and get McFarlane USA. It is fantastic. Okay, can I go with my second? Yeah. Field of Dreams. Field of, dreams. Field of dreams makes me cry every time. I don't think there, honestly, there are any movies that ever compare to sports movies, the way they make you feel. Okay. Uh, another good one is Eddie the Eagle. Uh, I never saw that it's one. It's kind of cheesy, really. Is it? Uh, well, 
it's good. The story's good, but it's a little, I mean, I don't know. It's not PG 13. There's some bad language, but, uh, mighty ducks is good. Mighty ducks. Good. Uh, what classic. Is, what else is there out? What out there? Uh, uh, I've, I've never seen Hoosiers and it's in oh, my, Hoosiers is it's great. in my queue list. Like I want to watch it with my boys. Um, but I've never seen it. Oh, Hoosiers yeah. is so good. For the love of the game. I remember that one. That's Ray Allen, right? No, that's He Got Game. Oh, that's He Got Game. <laughs> so my me. bad. For the love of the game, is that golf? That's, no, that's Kevin Costner. That's baseball. Kevin Costner. Billy yeah. Chappell's on the mound. Mm-hmm. Just just trust me. I don't me. think I've seen that one. Detroit Tigers, Billy Chappell. That is a good movie. Bull Durham. Bull Durham's great. Tin Cup. Tin Cup is one good. One of my favorites. Ah, uh, man, there's so there's many good so sports. many good See? sports Miracle movies. Miracle on Ice, I Miracle. Lo- yep. Okay, Morgan, too. Go go with your list. I want to hear your top three. Honestly, like they're more recent. I still love all the old movies, all the Remember the Titans, and all oh, those good ones. Rocky. Oh my god, one. that's a classic. I mean, that's 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 goes unsaid. But all uh, of them too. Honestly, like two of my really top ones are Draft Day and Southpaw. Have you guys seen either of I've those? I've seen Draft Day. Never. That's the Cleveland Cleveland Browns? Never. Yeah, that's yeah. With Kevin, no. Costner, Kevin Costner. And it's like about the football NFL draft. Yeah. I got chills watching that one. Okay. What's okay. the other one? Paul? And Southpaw Paw has Rachel McAdams and, gosh, what's his name? He's a huge actor, but it's a boxing movie. Oh. Uh, have you seen? Is he a Boston boxer? No, like a... that is uh, a Cinderella Man. That's... That is a well, no, great movie. That, that's Russell, Russell Crowe. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Of. I'm thinking one of like a, a, a like a younger Boston guy. Maybe him and his brother are fighting. Is that one? That oh. is a movie. I know what you're talking about. Is White men can't talking? jump, guys. How do we miss that? Never seen it. What? Never seen White Men Can't oh Jump. Oh my god! <laughs> I can never seen it. Oh boy! I don't know. Uh, okay, I can't believe right. you haven't seen Southpaw though. Either of you guys. Mm-mm. That's a I'll really put it on my good list. one. No, I don't know that one. Really good. Oh, okay. another good one. Oh my god! The Rookie. Oh, of course. The Rookie is so good. <laughs> They're so. I'm, Dude, do you remember the program? Yep, Lane in the Street. I love that movie. I, I you know what? When you I saw, saw it, it, they edited it out. Thank you. I guess I didn't have to say that. No. Nope, By the I'm... time I saw it in the theater, that scene wasn't in there anymore. Yeah. I feel like too, Kevin Costner is so associated with sports movies that if he's in it, it's like guaranteed good. And uh, yeah. Waterworld. I don't know what that is. This is one of the worst Kevin Costner movies. Ever. Uh, okay. <laughs> All, right. All right, folks. Okay, guys. Uh, thanks great... so much hey, for listening. Happy Hump Day. Make sure you subscribe. Tell your friends. This is a good episode. I liked it. Uh, Hey, do you want to replace Raimundo with... No, uh, I want Ray back (laughs) tomorrow. That was a joke. Ray, we missed you, dude. Thanks uh, so much for listening, everybody. Follow us on Twitter, Sore Losers Show on Twitter, and then our Instagram page is up to Sore Losers Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe on wherever you listen to podcasts. Another one I like, Coach Carter. Oh, yeah, Denzel, right? No. No. No, Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Love and basketball. Isn't that Denzel? Yeah. No, uh, remember the Titans. That's uh, Denzel. Thanks yeah. for having me on, guys. We are fun. Marshall. That was a good one, too. Never seen it. That's a good one. Uh, All right. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> we can go on and on and on. All right. I'm going to end it with a buzzer. You ready? Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, Morgan, too. You want to do the buzzer? How do, how do I do Just that? Just go, ah, for like okay. five seconds. Yeah, however you want to do the buzzer. And go.